0: hello playdate this is don this is nick and i'm also ryan this week we are covering playdate news recent indie
1: releases
2: and all the things including our favorites from 2023
0: thank you so much for listening let's get started with uh just a little bit of news ryan what do you got Well, let me tell
2: you what we got today for our news and notes. Starting off, we have Scenic Route Software with a Greed update. Version 1.5.3 fixes an issue. A player reported where it was possible to pull dice after you'd busted. Not the business, so this update has been sent to Panic to update on catalog as well. So if you bought it there, it should auto update. Just wanted to let everybody know I got a little greed update, I guess I recorded or downloaded it or bought it, whatever did it on Twitch. Not Twitch, what is that? Itch, hi, itch. I'm ready to go. My name is Ryan. <laughs> Who are you? Um, itch, thank you. Yes, <laughs> so that happened. Thoughts on that news update, guys?
0: Uh, we'll <laughs> put a link in the From the mission.
2: malfunctioning host. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, greed on is land. similar to like uh, Farkle, if you're familiar with that, or Guts. Or Yahtzee, I those, sort
2: of? I, I don't know those games. So Yahtzee am I Jason. believe you.
0: Yeah. Cool. Okay. What, uh, what else you got?
2: Well, the next bullet point is a devlog that I saw circulating the interwebs about synthesizing Martian speech. and I thought this was kind of a curiosity uh, and then sort of scrolled right past it and then saw it popping up again here and there, including on the Panic X page. So I thought, what the hey, why don't we include it in our news and notes today? So uh, du do Cope, ducope do a uh, developer with another name that's difficult to pronounce, uh, doing a game called Mars After Midnight. And, uh, we're going to link to this devlog so that you can see all the, uh, speak and spell esque types of Martian speech he's dreaming up for us in this game.
0: It's Lucas Pope, I think, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Is that right?
0: Yeah. He's, he's a big deal, uh, developer.
2: All right. Well, thank i don't you, know what his
0: itch name comes from but it's lucas pope hmm. yeah this looks cool thank you i forgot i, I looked it. at this the other day yeah, yeah. very in-depth when is the game going to come out though we want to play it <laughs> you
2: After know midnight. like we, like we tell the developers After <laughs> don't sweat it just take your time just that's hurry true.
0: up that's true yeah all right uh we're not going to spend a lot of time doing no doing the news and noses and all that stuff. We're going to get right into because I
2: didn't get many of them.
0: That's okay. We're going to get right into the reason everybody's here. The uh, top ten, our top ten favorite games of 2023. Oh, is everyone that happening wants right to now? know. Yeah, it's time, right? Oh,
2: fantastic! I'm ready.
0: We're going to front load the show. Everybody wants to hear the hits right away. They don't want to hear us <laughs> and have to skip around. I I thought we were going to do the slow burn oh let's front load it and then okay. this is this is news yeah it is well what do you guys think Are we, should we, should i edit all this out and do it later or just do it? no now? news it news and note it let's news and note it first let's share uh, a couple of our um discord members shared their top 10 lists of 2023 we won't give opinions on their lists but we will share their lists you guys should we each share one
2: yeah there's three of them that sounds good
0: all right, I'll share Orkin's list. Orkin is the dev behind Resident Tale. So I will note that they did not include their own game on their list. But mm. number 10, they put Life's Too Short, Unhooked. Number nine, Post Hero. Number eight, Woodland. Number seven, The Keeper. Number six, Nightingale. Number five, The Fall of Elena Temple. Number four, Realistic Fishing. Number three, P Racing. Number two, Under the Castle. And number one is Skew.
2: Hmm.
0: Cool. Orkin,
2: thank you for chiming in with your thoughts on your favorites of 2023. Speaking of favorites of 2023, Fev chimes in, starting out with Fev's number 10, The Fall of Elena Temple. Followed by number nine, Made in Wired. Number eight, Realistic Fishing. Number seven, Woodland Six root bear five. What? Uh, I think this is a mistake. <laughs> no. Maybe this is a game they played in 2023, but yeah, he lists Spellcorked, which is a season one game. So, uh, come on, Fev, get into the That's 2023s. Okay. Uh, okay, I see this. Repeating because now we have pickback pup, <laughs> uh, and then core fault that uh, actually did come out in 2023. I can confirm that. Then number two for Fev is Texum, and finally number one is Rain Blocks. Are you guys familiar with Rain Blocks? I had
0: Rainblocks. to ask. It's a it's a Tetris clone, but they said it's a very good one.
1: Aha, uh-huh, interesting. Ah. Okay, I've not played that. So uh, Ryan, maybe have got their device this year.
0: Last year. Last In
1: 2023.
0: Year. Yeah, that's okay, right? Yeah. Is Don't it? hate congratulate. Is it okay? Yeah.
2: Okay. I just you know, trying to keep us all uh, you know, how do we say uh honest around here. We this is the best of 2023, right? That's what we're We're going to
0: circle wow. back to that, Ryan, just a minute.
2: Ryan mm. is one of one of the hosts asked if they behavior. could put
0: some yeah. games from 2022 on their list one of the three of us i wonder which one that was <laughs> oh, i guess we'll find out uh, in a moment
2: you're ready
1: to split some hairs i see this i'll be ready uh so uh ryan you you missed one of the user contributions to this thread here uh johnny darko had a top five mm-hmm. rather than oh goodness top 10. well um, let's have you read that one then so uh, from five to one, five Grand Tour Legends, four Solar Descent, the demo, three Woodland, two Under the Castle, and one Resonant Tale. So uh, the last one is Dake, and Dake has uh, top ten, starting from ten, played upon, nine Sketch Share Solve, eight Trickle Green Weed Mermaid at Law in Christmas Catastrophe, <laughs> Seven, I mean, can we all wired? just agree that's yeah.
2: the best title of
1: anything ever?
0: Yeah, yes. easy, easy winner. Yeah, that's
1: awesome. uh, seven is made and wired, six is P racing, five realistic fishing, four grand tour legends, three yo yozo, two stars of the screen, and one resonant Tail. Nice. Very nice.
0: I'll put a link to this uh thread in the show notes. Nick was so nice as to find the link to this thread that I could not find. So it'll be in the show notes if you want to visit Discord and uh, look at the, everybody's list and add your own. If you want to add your own in there, uh, please feel free to do so.
2: Fantastic. Thank you, Nicholas Baldridge, for helping us out with that. Because mm-hmm. we couldn't figure it out.
0: <laughs> no, we could not. All right. Uh, let's start with our own top 10 favorite games of 2023. Uh, Nick, would you like to go first with your number 10?
1: Sure thing. Uh, my number 10 is Icaruga Snake by omikane and it's a free Hmm.
0: game oh yeah i thought you were joking for a minute just making up game names but i do remember that one
2: i i don't remember that one can you jog my memory nick we don't (laughs) have uh i i think links are going to be in the show notes of today's episode but we do not currently have links correct
1: uh they're down at the bottom of the show notes uh don't look if you want to if you want to spoil the top 10. i want to see the Um, link can you, hey, can you post hit, a link at the top there. of the show notes for me?
0: It's snake, but you have to turn white and black to do, to eat, what do, was it? eat yourself. Fruit. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: It's eating stuff. All right. Uh, so that's my number 10. Uh, Don, what's your number 10?
0: My number 10 is hidden by pixel ghost. Nice. Which is a free what game. This year. Uh, yeah. It was a play three entry. So I encourage everybody to give it a shot. I played it again this week. It only takes uh, like three minutes or so, probably five minutes maybe to play. But uh, it was just as moving as it was the first time.
2: Yeah, very cool. Excellent. Uh, That's a fine pick. And my number 10 is, do you guys remember? crop buster by james Gameboy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this <laughs> yeah. was where there was like a crank docking and undocking underground worm type of game it was a free or pay what you want and in case you're wondering it was published on february 6 2023 uh we'll have a link to that in the show notes for today's episode uh but i remember having a real good time with that one um james Gameboy. thank you for making it into my top 10
0: very good yeah
1: all right. Uh, number nine for me is realistic fishing by totally under control. And that's
0: $8. Yeah. We did a, a good episode about that one.
1: That's right. That was a, a Dawn pick of the week. Was it not?
0: I think so. Yeah. yeah a couple months and ago.
1: Since the episode, there's been a huge update <laughs> released, um, which adds more dating sim features. Right. <laughs> um, does so. it add more
2: scenes with the the fish as the uh, uh, customer
0: service the agent? Yeah. yeah.
1: The shopkeep. Oh, my God. That's my favorite Why, yes part. You should explore this Get update.
0: Get back in there. Um,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, All right, Don. What's your number nine?
0: Uh, my number nine is Dungeons and Doggos by Pizza Fuel. It's, uh, it plays a bit like Doodle Jump, but it's got lots of hats, has a really good soundtrack, and you play it with your... Uh, Playdate sideways, which is really neat. It's a a fun little pop in, play a few games, pop back out. So had fun going back to that one several times.
2: Yeah, very cool. cool. Big ups to Pizza Dev. And my number nine is or fault by Squid God and Dave Makes. This is sort of an upgradable robot shooter type game. We had this as one of our games of the week a while back. Uh, this is six bucks and worth every penny. It was published on March 6, 2023, and uh, really enjoyed my time on that. I really felt like I wanted to keep pushing the limits of how far I could get in those levels. Uh, I felt like we were kind of maxing out by the end, but uh, it, it was a really fun, uh, fun take on. Uh, I don't know what would you call that—the shooting genre. <laughs> I, I I
0: struggle with what to call that. It's a survivor-like or a bullet there heaven game, I think. Okay, yeah. I don't know and what we landed on a, a name yet.
2: Uh, different upgrades, different weapons, different shields. Yeah, it was.
1: I, I had a lot of fun with that. Great game. Very good. All right. Uh, number eight for me is Dots by Indutni And it's a name your price game. This was another uh, pick of the week. Rotating these uh, C-shaped things to catch dots. Um, Ryan and I had epic battles <laughs> in the run-up to that episode. So maybe if I won any of those
2: battles, it would have made my top 10. (laughs) No, seriously, we had a great time on that game. And one of those types of games where it really does facilitate that like back and forth one upsmanship, uh, and, and it, it probably helped too that Nick and I were actually in the same physical location for, you know, once in our lives and, uh, we're really able to sort of, uh, you know, prod one another on uh so smack yeah, the play date out of each other's <laughs> hands yeah <laughs> I, I didn't want to give away all the magic but yes Yeah,
0: so. <laughs> that was Isn't a fun episode part? because you guys were back and forth right there yeah that's a little Good more pick. more tension yeah
1: yeah cool. as, as angry as as usual but uh done what what is your number eight
0: my number eight is chew chew mimic by low tech games It is on catalog and itch. It is currently $9 and it is sort of an homage to choo-choo rocket. So you play as, uh, well, I guess you play sort of as a mimic treasure chest and you're trying to lure knights to go into your mouth. So it's a a puzzle game, but uh, really cool. 100 levels and three endings. I have not finished all 100 levels, but uh, it's really clever and a lot of fun. Neat, nice. so,
2: uh, Unless this was an episode I fell asleep on, we did not do this for a game of the week, correct?
0: No, we haven't. Huh. too many games, not enough episodes.
2: Wow, interesting. Cool. Yep.
0: As usual, you've
2: you've piqued my interest, Don. Cool. I'll have it's to look at it. Good. That. Yep. Nice. Uh, for my number eight, I've got. Another Squid God dev jam. This one is the King's Dungeon. Do you remember this like pixelated Vania game with really great game mechanics? Uh, it was only four bucks published way back on January 9th, 2023. Everybody was all a tweeter about this when it came out.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was real solid. I, yeah. I remember liking the art a lot and I think I was terrible at it, but you guys beat it, right? <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I think we made it through if my uh foggy memory serves me well. Uh, I don't know if I played it. this one yet. What? Um,
1: yeah. Leave I think you did. This is because it was a, a pick of
2: the week, Nick. Oh, either that or you okay. lied to us about it all episode.
1: <laughs> I actually played an entirely different game. <laughs> uh okay. Okay, so
2: Okay.
0: The- <laughs> Very now. to the King's Dungeon. It's, okay. It's been, question
2: it's been mark. a question mark year.
1: It's a, kind of a
0: Castlevania. Yeah. Nick. I yeah.
1: I I can picture it. Wasn't this the one with the great fluid physics? Yes, yes it that's is. That's right. Exactly. I don't remember playing this, but okay.
0: Maybe you didn't, mate. That was it, in the in the depths of Drain Pinball.
1: It, yeah. Maybe if, I was, was To
2: your credit, way. it was Literally a year ago that it came out, so that's you know some time ago. Um, anyway, that's my number eight.
1: We probably better move on with your number seven, Nick, if we're going to finish this show.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Okay, uh, my number seven is a game that neither of you will remember. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's Core Fault by Squid God and Dave Makes, and it's hey, six dollars. Sounds familiar. Yeah. So Ryan just just mentioned that an entry or two ago. Yeah. Um Yeah. Still uh still as fun as ryan mentioned just boosting that on up in the ranks last play all right don what's your number seven
0: my number seven is another game we haven't mentioned a whole lot on the show nightingale by kodiak games Mm -hmm. it is currently three dollars it is a uh, atmospheric horror game Uh, i finished it this week oh Um, congrats yeah it probably takes it says between an hour and and two hours and uh that's that's about what it took but uh yeah it was it was excellent so recommend that it is very adult though it is an r-rated game
2: mm,
0: so keep that in mind
2: all right also something to keep in mind if you're on the ryan clater track of gameplay this is a four to five hour gameplay at least uh schedule a flight to finish this one up uh you'll thank yourself <laughs> later
0: no it, it really is short <laughs> I, there's no way to make it four hours i don't think I and promise. Then ryan plays it okay no moving i promise on to my, <laughs> all right no. ryan what are, yeah what do you got number moving six. on to my number, seven, number six, seven, 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 seven. Seven. yes
2: seven seven um this is gonna sound familiar guys dynamate by joyrider7334 this is that movable block puzzler port from the Amiga that was lovingly ported over to the Playdate, thankfully. And uh, I'm I'm so glad that we were able to feature this most hipster of puzzler games that sold 11 whole copies when it originally came out. So uh, this was published real late in 2023 in December. So real recent. And I still can't get over the fact that this is a free pay what you want game because it's Real good. So no reason not to go nab this one. Dynamite, my number seven.
1: Very good. Very nice. All right. Number six, Made and Wired by N underscore N underscore N underscore N. And that is name your price. So uh, this is also a port of a previously existing game uh, and brought to the play date. And it's really fun and, and interesting and also very challenging, but it has great music at the same time. Very challenging, very
2: fast. You, you, you better not be sleepy if you're playing this one. It's Mm -hmm. like you, yeah, you, you got to read some word instructions real fast at the beginning of each of these. (laughs) You got to have your eyes open
1: while you play. Uh, Absolutely. It is. It is tricky. Uh, Don, your number six.
0: My number six is realistic fishing by totally under control. Uh, yeah, we've talked about it a lot, but I, I want everybody who picks it up and plays it to give the veggie mode a try. Uh, we talked about <laughs> that. Very cool. It is way bigger than just changing a turkey to a salad. So hmm. check out the veggie mode. Neat. Uh, cool.
2: My my number six is Woodland by That's My Eek. Remember, this is that quick hit RPG one that I selected a while back this was okay here's Don's gotcha here's his actually because this was published very 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 late december uh 2022 which means you know what we didn't even have a chance to play we didn't even have a chance to talk about it on the the podcast in 2022. So that's why I'm squeezing it on in to our favorites of 2023, even though it was published December 15th, 2022. Woodland got me back into RPGs because I felt like it was an RPG designed for my middle stage of life. (laughs) Like, I love RPGs from my youth that are sprawling, made me feel like I was on this epic quest, and I'd come home from school ready to tackle some more beasts and level myself up and go to the next stage and see the next town. I just don't have time to do that right now. Maybe in retirement, but Woodland allowed me to have this, like, quick hit rpg experience that really scratched that nostalgic itch for me but didn't require the hours and hours of gameplay so that's my eek thank you so much for creating woodland
0: very good great game indeed nick
1: all right number five we're getting up there everybody top Top five five. top five all right (laughs) number (laughs) five top five top five Yes, top five. Uh, number five is Greed by Scenic Route Software. Mm-hmm. This is five dollars, and it was released on Catalog this year. So, in on a technicality, right? Or was yeah. it released on Itch this year too?
0: Uh I'd I'd have to go back in the well, notes for a while. Here, uh,
2: here's I, I my, can, I my can, my can other justification. On you on this one, I can hey, actually hey, on you this on this one
1: before you actually me. Okay. My other justification is I played it for the first time this year, <laughs>
0: and that's fine. Yeah, that's totally fine. It's all good. All
1: right. Don, stop giving me a hard time. I'm sorry. Yeah, Don. <laughs> and Ryan too, especially Ryan. But <laughs> um Greed is an excellent dice game, and I love it. I find myself drawn to this game quite a bit. Um we haven't done this for pick of the week, right? No, we have not. No. Okay. Um because okay, it came well, out
2: in twenty twenty two.
1: All right, Ryan. That's fine. Uh, Don, ignore Ryan. Tell me, what is your I number do. five?
0: My <laughs> number five is Resonant Tale by Orange Thief. It is currently $5. I thought this was going to be my number one. It's that good. But I got stuck in the middle where I just could not beat a section. Uh, I have it set to easy and everything. I just... I'm old and slow I guess I could not beat the dungeon hmm. and it kind of bummed me out so I, I'm not mad at the game it's definitely my abilities but it's a it's a great looking game the puzzles are fun the music is amazing the fact that this is a pulp game blows my mind especially mm-hmm. for the music mm-hmm. because I've talked about how I'm tired of pulp music but this music is good it doesn't sound like pulp music but it is it's, uh, yeah, it's amazing. I still highly recommend everybody check out Resident Tale, um, especially people who are better at playing games than I am. Definitely <laughs> check out Resident Tale.
2: I agree. Uh, quite a feat in pulp, and I really like that uh, Panic is pulling pulp games into catalog. I think that's great. They created this web-based development software for anybody to use, and I like that they're not only supporting devs by allowing them to create games on it but also like featuring them on catalog very cool mm-hmm. um does that bring it to my number 5 is that where we're at it does yes yes okay my number 5 is a bunny puzzle platformer called picky ricky Cole Plus Games uh, made Picky Ricky and has it available for five whole dollars. That was published in the middle of 2023, and uh, I really fancied my time with this. Um, I'm really liking these, like, puzzle platformers these days. I find myself gravitating toward these, and uh, Picky Picky Ricky was really, um, you know, sort of my, I don't know, maybe my playdate of ushering into that genre and uh, it's really been sort of a snowball from there. So thank you, picky Ricky for opening up those floodgates for me.
0: Good looking game. I'm just very bad at it, but yes, very cool game.
1: <laughs> I am also playing game, at... game too. <laughs> uh, so that brings us to number four, top four. Uh, my number four is woodland by that's Mike and mm. it is also name your price. Uh, what can be said about Woodland that hasn't been said by Ryan Clayder, uh in ages past? Um, I will say it's uh, really fun. It's a nice uh, compact adventure, and I do appreciate that quite a bit, uh, mm-hmm. with some replay value as well. Um, pretty yeah. cool to uh, to have that in such a such a small package. So very neat. Yeah.
0: Is Woodland the Island of Twenty Twenty Three? It kind of got like <laughs> a similar vibe similar playtime. Oh, well, Woodland's shorter but I don't know like the similar good feeling a little adventure
1: could be could be uh, so Don what's your Woodland of 2024 in fourth place
0: I don't know what my Woodland is but my number four <laughs> is the Fall of Elena Temple by Grim Talon I there were points where I thought this was going to be my number one because it's just so good. It's just a really nice single screen puzzle game that uh, uses the crank in a really nice way, uh, good replay value, and it doesn't wear out its welcome, just the right amount of difficulty. It's just a little puzzle room, your little Indiana Jones dude or woman, and you run around collecting coins, but uh, it's, it's more than that. The puzzles are really clever. And if you get it on catalog, I do not have it on catalog, but if you do, it has a new item and three bonus rooms. So Hmm, check it out. Be
1: quiet. Are you serious? Is that the first catalog exclusive uh,
0: update? I don't think so. It might be the first, but I think there are others. Oh, no. A joke that's 99 cents has an extra joke or something. Um, But anyway, very cool. For three bucks, must have game.
2: You're killing me, Grim Talon. Now I got to buy it again. (laughs) Three whole dollars coming your way.
0: Cool. What else is coming our way, Ryan?
2: Coming your way at number four is the only scenic route software game that came out in 2023 (laughs) Host Hero. Post Hero is sort of a point and click adventure for eight whole dollars. Once again, worth every bit of it. This was published on May 9th, 2023. We'll have a link to it in the show notes for today's episode. And you are a postal hero, you might say, going around the town, trying to solve some riddles, some puzzles, some relationships um, (laughs) and complete this game. Uh, I think we all had a really fun time with this when it came out mid last year. And uh, I believe it was picked by Nick, if I remember correctly for our show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Scenic Route Software, uh, just seemingly continually in development. Uh, I'm sure the next game is right around the corner. So uh, had a real fun time playing Post Hero. What did you guys think of Post Hero? Uh,
1: top of the charts, it's amazing. Oh oh ho, um, foreshadowing. Not- no, not foreshadowing because I forgot it came out in 2023,
0: Ryan. Oh, <laughs> no way! Is it that true did. that's the only game he released this year? I know he released yes. Sammy. But that's not really a game.
2: It it was the only new game from Scenic Route Software that came out. However, there were other additions to catalog that had come out to itch prior. Yeah,
0: right. Weird. That's crazy. Yeah, very uh, prolific. But no, he released yeah. the bus game. Uh, he,
1: he, yeah, you're going to miss I the bus. I missed the
0: bus. Yeah. You're right.
2: I'm wrong. You're right.
0: You're going to okay. miss the bus
2: game out in 2023 as well.
1: Dang it. Okay.
0: Um, Fine. We can't have an episode where we don't prove Ryan wrong at something.
1: <laughs> well,
0: I'm sure
2: I'm sure Mr. Rout was already typing. <laughs> yeah, he know, probably was.
0: Hey, guys.
2: Remember, you're going to you miss the up. bus. <laughs>
1: Uh, that was also in contention. Um, All right, we we avoided okay. a a
2: we messed up for next episode. Good job, Don. Thank you.
0: Mm. <laughs> well, I'm sure we have something let's, else up, but let's <laughs> not count chickens. Here. Yeah, we've yeah. got a lot of show we left have, to go. We avoided
2: <laughs> one bullet point in that
0: section. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, All right.
1: You know what time it is? It's time for top three, and my number three is the Crank Gym by Fat Nose Games. Mm. Ah. $2. Uh, do you all like adventure games? I sure do. And the Crank Gym is one of those, uh, along with some great gym-themed mini-games that you can engage in. Uh, there's some old-fashioned adventure game puzzle solving to be done within this gym. So uh, very much enjoyed this game, my time with it, and uh, excited to have it as my number three. Uh, Don? what's your number three
0: a little snaps known for nick fact. number
2: three before we move on snaps good job nick
0: nick loves exercise even more than video games <laughs> that's not sarcasm that's an actual fact my number three has not been mentioned on our podcast ryan i don't think my top three have been mentioned but my number <laughs> three is a game called four track by matt sefton um it's a game that it really was annoying to exist while trying to come up with my top 10 cuz i just kept wanting to go back and play it more but um it is that tank golf game it came out like a month or two uh, ago yeah we we mentioned it in passing but i just have been playing it a lot and it has thousands of courses because the courses i think are procedurally generated and online scoreboards and stuff uh you know his games are pretty uh straightforward simple but um have a lot of depth and a lot of replay value so uh yeah anyway for for track if you want to drive make tracks on the golf course and shoot balls out of your tank uh it's very addictive very fun and i just noticed i did not know this i'm on the scoreboard oh for expert mode (laughs) it says expert mode on number seven but i i didn't know i played expert mode (laughs) Anyway, you, I must were, have played it at some point, and I'm number seven in the world. Is in your that trance? <laughs> is your name
2: also Hello Playdate Podcast? Don.
0: My name is zero eight five eight nine five two eight two. Oh. Come on! <laughs> no, my name is Call Me Steam, Number All seven. Right. I guess. Okay. All Sweet. right. Well, I'm
2: time? I'm so glad that your top three games of 2023 you've never told us about. It. You're holding out on us, Don. Come on now, bring those games. I didn't mean the to. The you guys, guys never want
0: to. You guys never want to talk about anything. You just want to get in, get out, talk about yeah. one game. Get out of news. here. We don't like talking. <laughs> you don't want to talk about what we've been playing. So I got to put up with. All right. Hey, all right. What we game first... that we've talked about to death is your we... number three?
2: <laughs> all right. I'm glad we got our first good argument of the episode out of the way. Now I can go on with my number three. And uh, actually, now that we're here, I actually want to say when this whole top. Whatever came around, if I'm being honest, I was kind of like eh, kicking the ground like, oh, my God, you have to spend time doing this. But looking at these games and especially these top three, I was reminded of how flippin' cool some of these game experiences were and are. And I'm actually really excited to share these with people. So if anybody is giving us the time of day for our personal faves of 2023, thank you for listening this far. And boy, howdy, do you have some excitement in store for you if you've not played these games. With that said, number three of mine is The Keeper by Cool Lemon Club. This is a sprawling RPG building epic. You are a key master. You are a, uh, you know, uh, essentially a a glorified janitor taking over somebody's job in this apartment building. But there is a lot of mystery therein, a lot of interesting places to explore, puzzles to solve, um, labyrinthine uh, locations to remember your way through. And uh, I don't know if you guys remember this, but Uh, Don, Don, Don told me a a funny, he said, Hey, this is just going to be a little quick 20 minute gameplay. And then a four hour plane flight later, I still wasn't done with it. Yeah,
0: that was my bad. (laughs)
2: So, um, thankfully I was trapped in the air at 30,000 feet with this game because it was such an experience. This game felt Like, like, you know how sometimes you have those uh, like uh, narratively lost experiences where you just like forget that you're in reality and you are consumed by this little, you know, black and white pixel screen and you are in that zone. You are in that world. It Mm -hmm. felt like that for me when I was playing The Keeper and it had such interesting moods that were set in these just little binary pixel environment uh i just have such fond memories of of playing this game and would highly recommend it to anyone especially because it is appropriately priced for my number three game at 2.99 this was published on march twenty eighth, 2023 and we'll have a link to that in the show notes of today's episode very nice
1: nice
0: yeah, I feel yeah. bad for saying it was 20 minutes. But uh yeah, very um, very cool game. Very odd. Odd game. It's an odd experience, but uh memorable. Very memorable. Yes.
1: Yes. I love Definitely. it. Definitely. Uh so you all ready for number two? Uh,
0: uh, very different reaction than when my kids say that, but yes, go ahead.
1: <laughs> uh so my number two is lunchtime by one. Dan Ban Wow. Wow. Dollar. Okay. Yeah, so Ryan, here's a few things. Uh, Ryan, this game is great, and you're <laughs> wrong, but also um, after our episode where we highlighted it as pick of the week, uh, the dev came back to it, fixed a bug or two, and then added a huge content update. Oh, be quiet. Um, Tell me all about it uh so the content update is available on itch.io and you can download it and update your game
2: you're gonna uh, give me any
1: and, sneak peeks here uh, give me right, a little teaser on. tell me you tell got you experience why I should to. go upgrade there's there's new things oh man the whole
0: mole chasing section now
1: oh shit. you tease mm. all right <laughs> fine
2: nick's not gonna tell me anything don what's your number two? two oh Nick, this is this is very cool. I remember playing this game. I also remember it not totally resonating with me. Yep. And I knew it was more of a Nick game. I did not realize it was a number two Nick game. Very cool. It is. Was it the there updates it that made it number two for you? Or would this have been a number two Nick game without the updates? It It is
1: rated number two. Uh, pre-update. Mm. So, yes. All uh, right. i I appreciated the uh, intense weirdness of this game, and uh, <laughs> I, I just enjoyed my time with it quite a bit. and looking back at this past year, I um, only had a, a few other playdate experiences that that rated higher. So
0: cool. we we should give like a, a listener PSA because I was also, I started playing it was like uh this is really shallow and a little boring and nick just said uh keep clicking on stuff he basically said (laughs) keep digging and it did it did uh become a lot more engaging and interesting and i'm glad he did because it's not it's not like a super long game or anything but uh there is a reason to keep clicking around trying different things so it Mm -hmm. was really interesting
1: there's commentary on modern life Social so media? Right. Just all kinds of things. Um classical literature.
0: It's right. all there. It's got it all. Yeah. Yeah. What the entire
1: who? rich tapestry of the human experience is <laughs> in lunchtime by one Time, day band.
0: Lunchtime period.
1: Within a single <laughs> static screen. <laughs> That's all right.
2: It's awesome. I, I'm so glad that you have firm
1: feelings about this, Nick. It makes me happy. <laughs> I I do have firm feelings, Ryan. Um, So, Don, tell us about your firm feelings, about your number two. Uh,
0: My number two, uh, there's a staff note on the page here. It says, complete dungeons and gather more items to take with you as the quests get more difficult. This game was beautifully made in every way. And I would agree. This game is Under the Castle by Danny Diaz, uh, z Corps, and Volcano Bites. We have, we talked about it a little bit, um, but we haven't gone, done a deep dive. It's like a mix of Crypt of the Necrodancer, uh, Jam and Earl. I, I don't know. And another game other games. I, I don't know. I mean, it's got the roguelike, but, um, both of those games are roguelikes too. So it's like, uh, it's, it's all there, but it packs it into a very detailed environment on the play date. It's probably the best looking. A uh, playdate game, I guess. Most ambitious-looking playdate game that I can think of off the top Ooh, of my s- head.
1: Strong words there, Don. Those are big words. It
0: is. I mean, there is. There are certainly very, very good-looking playdate games. Like Spellcorked comes to mind right away. Um, but that is a very bold art style. This is an extremely detailed and still very good-looking uh, art style. But yeah, uh, I
2: remember this game uh, being featured in, I think it was the last Playdate Direct mm-hmm. and, you know, it just really being wowed by it. And they even released a like a little preview or a, something with one of the devs talking. I think Danny was talking about the game and he was likening it to some Game Boy game that's eluding my memory right now. Yeah, but I haven't right. played it. Um, I don't
0: remember what it was either, but it was a Japanese game, I think.
2: Yeah. And I think it has some roguelike elements to it.
0: Yeah. Um, Nick, you might find this interesting. Uh, obviously, you go through the dungeons and you find items and then you bring them back and they become part of your uh, loadout. But mm-hmm. you have eight slots and you could choose eight things to take with you if you want. But when you get into the dungeon, you can't pick anything else up because your backpack's full. So you can just mm-hmm. choose four items and... Uh, you know if your items aren't aren't going to help you that time around like if you end up not really needing a a dagger and a sword then you may you chose poorly and they're just kind of in the way in your backpack Uh, can you ditch
2: them when you're out and
0: about not something like that potions you could just drink and waste them or if you didn't bring a potion and you need it it's like oh darn um also we haven't mentioned the crank support it's kind of weird. The only time you use it is you turn into a hat and you can just fly over gaps. So it's not very limiting. Um, th- you have a lot of freedom, even though the stages are very small. So anyway, um, I just keep finding out more and more little uh, areas and little things and new creatures and whatnot in the game. So it it's very repetitive uh, like roguelikes are, but I, I like that type of gameplay. And I like the little carrot of, oh, you'll find one new thing every... <laughs> 20 minutes or whatever um i like the gameplay style so it's not for everybody but um under the castle it's 10 bucks on catalog uh highly recommend checking it out
2: so i've not played this yet it looks incredible um you said gameplay is repetitive can you explain that to me a little bit
0: yeah remember core fault i didn't think you'd like because you're basically doing the same thing over and over yeah. and over. And you're making a little bit of progress each time, it's the same yep. kind of thing. Like okay. you start out with nothing, but you'll get one more weapon okay. every couple of turns. I and mean, the runs aren't very long, they're only a couple minutes each. Hmm. But some runs you might get out of there with nothing. And huh.
2: uh, are you, you working toward are you working toward a completion point, or is it like a yeah. core fault where you're just trying to get to the highest level
0: you possibly no, can? You're trying to get to the evil lord. So you're trying to get like these orbs, I think and you need four of them, maybe. So like at the top of the map, there's like a castle, but there's a big gate there and you have to put the orbs in there to get to the castle. I have not opened the gate yet, so I haven't done it. But yeah, there is something you're trying to get to. And there's uh, people hidden or trapped in the caverns you'll find every once in a while. So saving them is like an extra thing you need to do. You have the variety of choosing which of the the uh, caverns to go into, like the sewer or the dungeon or whatever. And they level up independently, so the sewer—the more you go in—might be level six, whereas you never go to the sewer, it might still be level one. So you're making progress independently. Um, yeah, it's it's got a lot more variety than something like Core Fault, but it plays—it's a different game style too. Cool.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Don. Sure. All right, I think that brings it to my number two. Uh, sticking with the castle theme for me is castle. Tintagel, tinta, Tintagel, 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 Tintagel by Pixelated Opus. This is that like Castlevania-esque game for the play date with bonkers perfect graphics, really great gameplay. Um, it's $8.99. It was published in the middle of the year, June 16th, 2023. Um, I mean, This was another Nick pick and uh, it is just so incredibly honed um i loved my gameplay through it uh nick i know you did too uh i don't know what do you guys think castle tintagel i haven't heard that on anyone's list yet maybe it's both uh, of your number ones so
1: whatever list i was looking at <laughs> I was missing oh no. like every every game i forgot that was this year too my gosh what a year you, you mean the list that's published on our
0: website I gave Probably. you guys a list of every game we that, mentioned. That was the one
1: year. that I looked at. I didn't see any of these games that I'm mentioning. Anyway, mm. um, uh, yeah, I love that game. It's great. It's fantastic.
0: <laughs> the next top 10 games you remembered came out in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> 2023 All right. Don,
1: 2023, Don. That's
0: what I said 2023.
1: Oh, okay. All right, Don, well... Don,
2: any feels about the Tintagel?
0: Uh, I remember it wasn't for me, but it was very well done. Yeah. That was even more Castlevania-y, and it's just <laughs> right. That's I'm not good at that type of games, but I really did enjoy what it was. And it was very, very well done. I know you guys loved it, and I got like five percent into the game or something, and I couldn't get <laughs> past it. Anyway, cool. All right, all right. Well, this is Nick's number one, Nick
2: right? For, yes, number
1: one.
0: What game number came one. out three weeks ago that Nick's gonna talk about now? <laughs> well,
1: it's funny you say that, Don. Um, uh, <laughs> because my number one uh requires unlocking. There are a lot of keys involved. Mm. It's the keeper by Cold yes! Club. Yeah, oh, it's 299. Um, so discounting all my honorable mentions, uh, this is my number one. And uh, really enjoy unlocking things and experiencing this game. It's I, I think Don, you summed it up very well as weird, but also an experience. Um, so highly agree. 299, give it a go. Oh uh, gosh, what, what can I say about
2: it except what I already said about it? And <laughs> I feel a little odd that it's in my number three place because really, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like my top three, are kind of like interchangeable in terms of like ranking these top three based upon like time of day or my mood or what I'm interested in could easily be my number one Uh, keeper. I could easily see as my number one. Uh, But man, I'm so happy it was yours, Nick. Uh, It's way up there for a reason. It's not the most graphically impressive game, but boy, howdy, did it really give you a weird narrative romp that is unlike anything I'd ever experienced before.
1: I love it. I'm glad it's your number yeah. one, Nick. And I believe after we discussed uh, the game, an update was released that allows saving. If yeah. I recall, the
0: catalog version. I think version, you're right, and I think it updated to, to itch.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right, and and I think that didn't affect me so much because I was locked in a steel metal tube at 30,000
1: feet when I was playing yeah, it you I were didn't asking all all the people sitting near you how do I get past this puzzle um <laughs> no I was like but uh, my
2: friend said it was just 20 minutes 20 minutes well
1: <laughs> do you do you remember the uh the the bad thing that we didn't tell you about was that there is a walkthrough on the yes <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I still, I still say that's cheating. I still say newcomers. Yes. Newcomers go at this game on your own. Do not use the walkthrough. Just experience this. Allow yourself the pleasure of getting lost, of experiencing things anew, not having it explained to you. I swear that it's just,
1: oh, it's, it's so lovely. I've, probably talked it to death ryan you've used the word trapped several times in describing
0: (laughs) don't listen to ryan i i had the (laughs) walkthrough and i got lost for an hour
2: it's part of the Um, joy you get you get to understand the building you become one with the you become one with it
1: yeah you're the caretaker come on (laughs) um all right so don what's your number one
0: all right my number one uh still have not had a chance to talk about on the podcast but my number one is a game called space rat miner it is uh by star juice it is a fast-paced roguelite mining game with exciting gameplay so you are uh if you played mm, dig dug that type of game um mr driller uh steamworld dig digging down you're collecting gems you're collect you're getting oxygen so you can get down deeper your battery pack on your drill wears out as more you use it so you have to crank the use the crank to charge it back up and then keep drilling um there's bosses there are use your gems to buy upgrades for your your gear there's also artifacts that you'll find so it's just like an extra little fun thing to do uh finding random artifacts now and then so this was the first game in a long time uh, since I've had the lead-better grip that I played long <laughs> enough, it made my hand cramp up, uh, and I had to stop playing. Um, at first, I thought it was kind of dull. Like, I was like, oh, this is it. But it didn't take long before more systems and more things started happening, and it got a lot more interesting. So, yeah, I mean, I, I love SteamWorld Dig, and this is kind of... It's been way too long since we got one of those games, and this is... Uh, in that same vein and scratch that same itch so uh, and it's got a high scoreboard so the further down you go um the higher up the boards you go uh anyway highly recommend it graphics are great um the sound is good it's fine it's, uh competent so uh anyway very cute check out space rat minor
2: Hmm. Neat. I remember you mentioning this briefly on the podcast, not like in a a weekly pick or anything, but I don't know if it was just in passing on a indie inventory or if it was some scuttlebutt in some of the forums about Mm -hmm. people enjoying it. But I, I remember this coming up and it's fallen off my radar until right now. And usually your high recommendations, Don, resonate with me pretty well i'm gonna to have to look into this cool. yeah um cool i'm glad you uh brought this back to my attention nice number one all right speaking of number ones my number one is brrr, the fall of elena temple by grim nice. talon this is a wonderful little puzzle platformer we've mentioned it already uh it was shamefully low in other people's lists but it's appropriately high in mine you can buy this game for three dollars it came out on september 3rd 2023 and uh what have we not said about it you are uh sort of cruising down these platforms as a player as don mentioned but you can uh sort of rewind your falls up until a, a certain point. So you can fall off ledges one, two, three times. You can increase that number as those levels go up. Additional mechanics become available. And these these, these puzzles, uh, you know, it's, it's very much a cross between puzzling and platforming uh, in just the best way. And each level I felt like appropriately ramped up the difficulty uh i i was not feeling like i was you know frustrated at the game but it provided a really good challenge at the same time and increased that challenge each time you really felt like you were learning something and just like good games do make you feel like a hero for completing each of those levels it just uh yeah like i said i'm sort of on this puzzle platformer kick right now um i i was you know heavily into mole mania on game boy for a while uh fall of just Elena for temple. That to come up <laughs> i mean i can't let a uh, an episode go by i don't want people to forget but fall of elena temple is number one on my list this year uh i'm currently uh playing a game boy game called uh solomon's club and that's a really fun puzzle platformer so i think this just really hit that genre itch that I'm, I'm scratching currently. I like the fact that these games allow you to tackle a level and then go to sleep and then forget about it for 24 hours and pick it back up and chip away at it and exercise your brain for a little bit before bed or when you have a moment throughout the day. Um, Fall of Elena Temple was one of those games and really well designed um if you haven't given it a try uh it's it's hard to lose at three bucks a pop for this game so uh grim talon thank you for making my game of the year with fall of elena temple
0: very good thank you so much ryan yeah thank uh, you guys
2: you guys had some great entries too Uh, i've got some games to check out
0: yeah uh speaking of which i've got um a couple honorable mentions i just want to run through if you guys do, I'd love to hear those as well. All I'm not gonna go long on any of these, I'm just gonna run through the list. Uh, I can't believe these were all in 2023, but Mad City by Tanuk Prod, past Problems by A Novel Approach, Spike 2, The Great Emu War by Goloso Games, Code Word Play by Mike Suzek, Stars of the Screen by Muflon Cloud, Treasure Chasers by Crate, Closed Circuit by or something like that uh cranky driller by playdate steven post hero of course talked about by scenic crowd software and skew by Oifi, and three games i wanted to play i just didn't get to uh imaginary daydream by james gameboy i started uh this week so maybe it'll be on next week's list next year's list and uh hana space-time fantasy by king of shibuya um i really wanted to get to that and just didn't find time jessic by optimal prime future works doesn't work on my Playdate, so I think my playdate's uh, messed up, but, um, I'm actually a judge for the community awards. It's okay to say that. And I'm waiting for the awards to be over so I can stop like focusing on my play date. And if I do break it, break it, um, I'm okay. So I'm going to try and fix it and get Jezak to work after all that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's my list. Do you guys have any honorable mentions? I sure do.
2: Um, Nick, do you want to hit yours first or do you have any?
1: yeah i'm uh really excited to play every game um and uh I think we touched upon many of the games that i have fantastic all right here's year. my honorable yeah. mentions <laughs> like um... Ghost hero and castle Tintagel. okay <laughs> go ahead. Good one, Nick.
2: Okay. Um, so my honorable mentions of 2023 would be The Lush's Land. It's a Tochi threequel by SN Studios. I also really enjoyed Grand Tour Legends, that bicycle game with your bouncy butt on the seat. Uh, and then finally Dots with Nick. Uh, I had a great time, you know, duking it out for high score on that game with you until you really, really showed me who's boss. Uh, but I also have three honorable mentions that we highlighted in 2023 but actually came out in 2022 and those would be cranky this bird by, <laughs> cranky bird by jerry verhoven uh escapion by digicarrot and by fusion by uh he games uh those would be my three 2022s but played in 2023 mentions
0: Wait, Nick, did you actually... Did you have a list? Uh,
1: I didn't make an honorable mention list, but um, yeah, I mean, Castle Tintagel is like way up high and uh, Post Hero as well. So those are uh, stars of the screen I have started but haven't gotten very far into and I would like to play more. Um, So as I was saying, uh, every game.
0: Okay. I, I didn't know if we were actually hurting your feelings and stomping <laughs> on you for Yeah, you are, there. as usual. Okay, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> and I did look at the big mega list that I made, and Tintagel's not on there, so... Uh, Alright, oh, right. I'm not crazy. Vault of Dawn. I said no. it, I made a note saying it, the list wasn't perfect. It's and not mostly, comprehensive. Ca- most catalog games are yeah. not on there, so...
1: Yes. Because yeah. yeah. I took that, those
0: from a different area.
1: That so. was my fault for yeah. uh, poor research. That's okay. I failed. All I right. failed you all. I'm sorry.
0: Well, I hope everybody enjoyed their uh, our top 10 lists. Go check out those games. Let's keep the podcast moving. Does that sound good, guys?
2: Yeah, <laughs> let's hit that. Boop in the inventory.
0: Yeah, I was forgotten about one. that. Yeah, this will be a quick one. Uh, luckily, not many games came out. Uh, the first one is Wild Dungeons by Crankwork Games. This is a first-person dungeon, but you're like a cowboy dude. It looks pretty slick. Uh, I have not played it, but... It looks really smooth i don't know give it a shot um next that's name your price by the way next up is big e by wamang um we mang this is there's something special about this one what was it hurry up pack your bags get going it's a day full of surprises um i don't know why i put this on here it looks interesting that's why i put it on here i know nothing about it yeah, I normally, if a game's under development, I don't put it on here, but this one slipped through the cracks. Uh, Diggy Diggy by George Chandler uh, or Moon Her- uh, Hermit. This is a Dig Dug ish clone. Um, nice with limitations similar to the Atari 2600. So, ooh, looks kind of interesting. Give it a shot. Star Hack looks really cool. This is by Jex. It is a Puzzle game, but also a shooter like uh, Space Invaders. It looks wild. I don't know. I really want to play it this one. I haven't had time yet. This looks great. <laughs> yeah. It's four bucks. I highly recommend checking out the page because it's difficult to describe. It's like a upside down um, Tetris attack, I guess, sort of. Yeah. One of those games. Um, Panel dip on Sam play. Just release Pulpmin, which is like a Pokemon thing, I guess, or Pikmin maybe is what it's going for, but it's made in pulp. Uh, but this is part of a crank into 24 play date bundle with uh, Time from Earth and Mad City, Snatchy Carrots, Initial Daydream, and Heavy Trucking. If you want all those games for 11 bucks, uh, that's a great deal. Oh, howdy. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you can play it first person. Uh, Ryan, this is for you. Those single screen platformer games that you were just raving about. This one is from Ledbetter. This is a f- single screen platformer where you know where you need to go. There's a flashing key, but you cannot see the platforms. The whole screen is black. Oh. So you have to kind of suss it out. And you push B, you can see the platforms. Um, I can't remember. I played it for just a second. I can't remember how long you see the platforms, but... Uh, Anyway, it's very interesting. Highly recommend giving this a shot. Um, I think the demo is free, and I don't think the full game is out yet, but you can download demo the demos now. Again, normally I wouldn't say anything, but the plat- but the uh, demo is really smooth, and you can see the little skull in the lower right corner. That's how yeah. many times you died on that screen. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. Neat. And then there was a Play update today. Hermit came out. It is a solitaire game. It looks like the classic Windows solitaire uh, somewhat. Yeah. Um, similar to that by Matt Metal. This was the sprites are done by Nevin Mergen and Sound of Music by Jamin Reyes. Uh Yeah, if you're look, if you're looking for a solitaire game, this one you could do a lot worse. This is five bucks. It said there's new mechanics in there, but I haven't dug deep to find out what's new about it.
2: Don, did you, I, I fell asleep for a second. Did you say that we're on to the catalog games?
0: Yeah, these are, these are on catalog. Fantastic. Okay. That was the first catalog game Hermit. Yes, it was. Next up is Paper Pilot, three bucks. I don't know if we ever talked about this one, but it's similar to a Flappy Bird style, but your paper airplane. So it's
1: that uh, mini game from WarioWare. WarioWare, Wario Wario. Wario. yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: it is. Yeah, you're falling down. You're not going sideways. So yeah, you hold well, you your playdate sideways.
1: You turn the playdate sideways. That's right.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, very cool. Um, and then Crank Crawl, we reviewed this summer. I think it's uh mm-hmm. That slot machine dungeon puzzler, it's $1. Um, it's now on play date or on catalog. Taxi Trouble, where you drive a taxi around, and smash people. I've not played this yet. It's five bucks. That's Ryan's That's- favorite
2: game. <laughs> yes. oh, boy, a little much for me.
0: You unlock hats and it's very uh, violent. So try not to kill anybody, though. You just take people to their destination without killing people and this last one i don't know
1: it's it's not like you earn points by running people over or whatever
0: i don't think so it says try not to kill people
1: oh okay all right
0: is this one been out on itch or anything flinger i i don't
1: know i was i was wondering that earlier myself
0: it kind of looks familiar and kind of doesn't Flinger by tom white
1: it looks new to me
0: yeah uh it says you flint use the accelerometer or the d-pad to fling bullets at enemies
1: that's it, really cool.
0: It looks like a lot of games, but also doesn't obviously doesn't look like something <laughs> we've seen before. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's three bucks. Give it a shot and let us know what you think. And now we're done. That is all the games came out the last two weeks. Okay. Good night. All right.
1: Um,
2: That's uh, that means it's my time to shine to let you know it's the boop pick of the week by none other than donathan don what you have for us this week
0: so much talking this week our pick of the week is yo yozo by matt sefton a very popular game right now it is currently eight dollars on catalog the staff note under yo yozo it says it is a perfect execution of a simple idea as you master the game you'll discover new techniques and climb the global leaderboards So the idea is you control a space yo-yo, which is like a little rocket ship with a big heavy or a little UFO with a big heavy ball attached to it with a string. And you're swinging it around and hitting uh, planets, I guess, in the environment. And when you hit them, you'll get points. And if they're further away, you get more points. And you're trying to smash them to get more time and it is all going very fast and you don't want to go too far away because the string will break and you're trying to juggle a million different things and combos and interactions at the same time uh, and it's keeping track of all these statistics at the same time so the gameplay is very simple because you're basically just flinging a yo-yo around but the scoring is way over the top and so complex uh that it makes you just want to keep going because Oh, I just did a little bit better somehow. Oh, I just did a little bit better. And so you just keep going back and back and back. And there's a really detailed manual for the game that is full of tricks. And I haven't, I don't think I've ever seen our discord so alive with people discussing <laughs> strategies, but, um, uh, Matt Sefton, the developer was really involved and it's always nice. when we have devs involved, uh, in the conversation, but. Yeah, it was cool to see people like, oh, I'm number 20 in the world. Now I'm number 18 in the world. Now I'm number 16 in the world. Like, very slowly going up. And Dino, we mentioned a lot in the podcast, he made it up to, I think he made it up to number eight today? Yeah. Is that right?
1: Oh, killer. Yeah. Right before the show.
2: Fantastic.
0: Where he started at like 40, and I thought that was insane. <laughs> yeah, I did too. <laughs> Yeah, he's number eight right now. He made it into the Billion Club. Nice. Oh my gosh. So, there he is! I'm looking yeah. on
2: the catalog page right now. That's so cool. Dino, congratulations. Uh, Man, I'm excited
0: uh, to see that. Sorry, that's still the Million Club. I The top guy, uh, Quindini, he's still got that extra zero at the end of mm-hmm. his score. So And congratulations
1: t- to Quindini because he uh, overflowed the scoring.
0: He wasn't did.
1: the
2: wasn't matt sefton the developer saying that quindini was a bot or something or is that just you know in jest like is there actually a person who that can was a,
0: that was two two billion yeah, yeah he's in our chat he he visited the discord too Quindini is did. that right oh my yeah. gosh yeah, yeah. that's
1: nuts wow ryan you're way up there too right uh nope
0: <laughs> well let's let's hear what you guys think um ryan since Nick put you on the spot, what were your thoughts on Yo-Yozo?
2: Okay, I think Yo-Yozo has a whole lot going for it. Similar, I get similar vibes to um, Hyper Meteor, and Hyper Meteor was a game that I really connected with so hyper meteor has that super smooth gameplay it has that comboing uh element for point increasing it has uh that kind of quick uh quick hit gameplay too where you're not in the game forever um and you're kind of in and out in a matter of a minute or two um did i say silky smooth already i feel like yo -yo -yo yozo is is a just ridiculously smooth experience from not only the way in which things are moving around the screen like it's so smooth that i thought for sure when i first saw uh gameplay gifs of this that it was rotary that you had to be using the crank for this and one of the things that stunned me about this game was that you don't use the crank for anything so that was a real surprise for me um i also like that you can get kind of deep into an understanding of points and that uh, these points and percentages are displayed on screen so if you want to just in, in a way, it's sort of like pinball. Like you can think about pinball mm-hmm. as fighting gravity and all you do is keep the ball above the flipper and that can be enjoyable. And it is, but you can also start in understanding and enjoying it on a deeper level of gameplay, of point multiplication, of uh, narrative elements. And I feel like Yo-Yozo starts going down that path of allowing you to get deeper into that point exploration. So for all of that, I think it is real amazing. And this game for as smooth as it is is ridiculously small, like in file size. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. what was this like 39K? Yeah. 39k like for this game. Like that's unbelievable. So Anyway, whatever black magic Max Sefton is doing behind the scenes to make that happen. Good job. Um, But with all that amazing stuff, I've got to say that it did not connect with me the same way that Hyper Meteor connected with me. And I think that. I think it's probably a combination of things. I think it's partially. I'm in a bit of a busy spot in my life right now and i didn't have the time that i wish i had to devote to this game i played a number of games i got it i understand it i think i could understand it and get deeper into it if i had more time so i think that's one component i think the other reason it didn't quite connect with me was because of um the mechanics of this stretchy thing Like in Hyper Meteor, you are a spaceship. You're this little triangle. And that is you. That's the thing. Like you have these set parameters. And I felt like that worked with my very linear brain a lot better than waggling this thing around as much as I love seeing these gifts go wild. When I started using it in gameplay, it was just, it was such a weird experience. I felt like. I would really need to play it a whole lot more before I could say, yes, I'm I'm controlling this in just the way I want to control it like I can with Hyper Meteor. Um, so those are some of my thoughts. Nick, what did you think about this game?
1: Yeah, um, I'll echo a lot of what you said actually uh, in that uh, it's super smooth. Uh, huge kudos for making a Really cool game with uh, great music and and neat visuals and so forth and keeping the file size small. Um, always very impressive to me. Uh, the mechanics as far as scoring goes, I will also echo what Ryan said in that uh, it's very similar to pinball. I'm a pinball developer. I pay a lot of attention to games that have a particular focus uh, like uh, pinball, typically there's a, a score. And so you're trying as a player to maximize that score in Yo-Yozo, you're trying to maximize the score. Love it. Straightforward. Um, you know, makes sense. So having the manual, uh, which was awesome. Um, agree. Yeah. You know, there's a few other developers who have, who have done similar things like Zanya, Uh, and that's always super appreciated because, uh, in a game that is mechanically deep, where you're trying to uh, maximize your score, having hints or, or at least a direction for things that change the way the scoring works, uh, is really important. Um, I find it a lot harder to connect with games like Whitewater Wipeout, for example, where there is a scoring mechanic, and it is um, very deep, but I have very limited understanding of what that scoring mechanic actually is, or how to maximize it. So um, knowing how it works, and then being able to execute are two different things entirely, and that's where it fell down for me. So I made a prediction that I would be at the bottom of the leaderboard, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and my prediction was I'd be 99th place out of 99. Um, It turns out that the leaderboard goes way further down (laughs) Uh, as I found out, but um, I, I maximized at a, right at 100th place. And um, then I got pushed down a little further over the course of the two weeks. But um, what I think none of us have mentioned yet is that you're not actually controlling uh, the, the yo-yo, the, the, the thing you're, you're a spaceship, a tiny tiny ufo and you are connected to this tethered to this thing by a tractor beam and you're collecting these stars that are are growing in size uh over time so the scoring mechanic has aspects of how long the tractor beam is um how long the stars have been given to mature before you collect them and all these other little nuances um but where I had a hard time executing was that you're controlling this UFO uh, and it wasn't fixed in space. So like if I was controlling the thing that was tethered, I feel like uh, directly, I feel like I would have had an easier time um, collecting those stars and so forth. Um, Maybe that makes the game too easy. I don't know. Um, but what I do know is that I, I just had a really hard time breaking that barrier. And every time I tried, I would get, you know, an extra point or something. <laughs> it was very uh, defeating after a, a period of time for me. But um, I definitely understand, you know, the appeal of this game and how it really clicks uh, with different people. Um, and unfortunately, I, I think, again, echoing what Ryan was saying, you know, just uh, time constraints uh, made it. Uh, less likely that I was going to to really um, connect with this in the way that I think um, I could, given given enough time and uh, and a lot more coordination. Um, so so, Don, how how did you feel about the scoring mechanic? I don't think I don't think you mentioned that.
0: Uh, the sc- the scoring mechanic was fun because it just kept adding layers, and I think that's what kept people getting excited in the in the chat because you there's always something new to try oh i can like uh, one of the tips it gave you was go where the ball is going to go and so then i was like oh i'll just keep chasing it instead of me trying to fling it around somewhere i'll just keep chasing where it's naturally going and the ball gets bigger and heavier the higher your score goes so the yeah. physics change a little bit um I guess I felt it, but my my score never got uh, nearly as high as the other guys. I never noticed the ball physically getting larger. Did you guys notice that?
1: No, I think it gets denser, but maybe it does get.
0: It it gets larger larger. and heavier, but I didn't notice it getting that heavier. I noticed, I know they said you want to use a to a and B to move up and down when the ball physically gets larger. I mostly just use the D pad and yeah. i tried using the a and b and it just it felt weird to me maybe you have to play that a little bit more um i also tried ask
2: you guys about the a and b function because i read about that in the manual but mm-hmm. it it seems like a and b are positioned laterally for right. one another and so <laughs> yeah. why would it be a vertical movement for this lateral button arrangement it seems like if anything it would be left and right and then you could your control pad your d-pad just for up and down but i don't yeah. know i was h- hoping some of you guys could shed some light on that for me
0: uh, yeah i wonder if probably. that was tried and felt worse i don't know that makes sense to me too up and down I would imagine up and down
1: expectations of the player so left and right would probably be expected to be on the left side um for tradition's sake if nothing else, but yeah, I see what you're saying as far as the controls representing the actual movement um, um, It's also tricky since ahead. it's a, a d-pad so it's hard, you know, you're gonna end up rolling a little bit Yeah,
0: um, this this would control a lot differently with the joystick. I think this game would mm-hmm. feel a lot different
2: I think yeah. so too. Agreed. Don, I think I cut you off. That's uh, no, okay. You were about to say something
0: um, I, I tried a couple times. I tried you get a, a different type of scoring if you do like a loop over yourself. Yeah. And so I tried yeah. doing that just like being a boomerang or something just going around. And I didn't really notice it changing my score that much. The highest score I got was way higher than my other scores. And I just kept going up and down just like attacking everything up and down because you could really control where it's going. It never <laughs> is swinging to the side out of whack. You're always just swinging up and down. Hmm. Hmm. And for the most part, you only have to make small movements to kind of like an N shape or an M shape. Like you're pretty much staying in that sort of zigzag pattern. Um, that's the best I did, but then I couldn't really emulate it. Like I never really got that close to that high of a score. So I don't know if I was just in the zone or. what the guys who were getting the big scores were consistently doing it so obviously they're doing something right um Mm -hmm. that i am not able to consistently replicate
2: i'm i'm guessing that at some point you develop a foresight to where Mm -hmm. you need to go and you're able to start moving in the direction of an upcoming target while your yo-yo is still about to hit the current target which i actually think is really interesting because it gives you the upcoming targets in this like diminished visual like you you can see them they're coming but it's not confusing as to whether that's the one you're supposed to hit or the other one it's pretty clear what you're supposed to hit Mm -hmm. Um, and so i i can see some of those upper echelon players must start having this like foresight toward second third even fourth um target that they're gonna hit in order to start really maximizing these combos i can see it be becoming you know really addictive but uh yeah maybe with a little more time it would have it was sunk its teeth into me
0: did you guys ever see any emoji no not me did you i i saw it on my one good score nice uh what emojis did you get? I think it was a smiley face. Okay. Sort of like Kirby's face. Huh? Like the long eyes, you know? Okay. I don't think I ever hit 50 million on any other runs. I read about that in the words of the
2: manual. <laughs> yeah. And that sounded like something fun to shoot for. Yeah.
0: Very um, cool. But it was I was always looking for it after that. Like when you see your score breakdown, there's usually two sections that have question marks, one of them is emoji and the other one, the other one I got more consistently, I can't think of what it was that might have been the loop thing. Hmm. Oh, no rings are rings. I don't know. There's eight different factors for your scoring and or more. Uh, There's a whole score page here. I am not a big brain enough to (laughs) uh, absorb all of this information. uh, When I get to the score breakdown, I'm just wanting to hit a to retry and get back into it if, I, if it doesn't say high score at the top I'm like whatever let me just try again because <laughs> um, it's fun I don't know it's it's like an addictive game but then like I was saying I also just kept wanting to play that that golf game so which is made by the same guy but uh, he he knows how to make a really small gameplay loop that you just want to keep playing that gameplay loop over and over and over and you is kind of the, in the same um, ballpark I see what Nick is saying. If you if you were the yo-yo, I feel like we've played games like that. Like maybe a bifusion is sort of like that where you're just going and you're trying to ram stuff as quick as you can. Or maybe hypermedia like uh Yeah, hypermedia.
2: Yeah. Um another th- anyway. compliment I was going to levy toward Matt Sefton about yo-yozo is that this feels like one of those like mario level nintendo experiences where like the game is just complete like you like as a player you don't think about the fact that a ton of thought and programming went into it it just exists appropriately like how it should you know in terms of like uh there's no lag time there's no uh latency there's no uh glitchiness there's no like everything functions as it should, and it's so well thought out. Uh, I actually really appreciate all the thought that went into the, um, uh, what do you call that, the stats afterward. And I, I am sort of a stats guy, so that was fun for me to sort of sit there and see, oh, okay, what, what was low, what was okay, what was high? uh when did i really start stretching this thing or did i ever start stretching it did i ever get any overs and then that would inform how i attacked the next run uh so for me i thought the inundation of stats at the end was actually pretty fun uh so i appreciated that part i also appreciated the like super letterbox format of the manual to sort of echo like an old nintendo uh instruction manual uh and the manual itself was really clear really to the point and uh got me up and running real fast there was a a point in time where don's like hey go look at this uh rtfm ryan and i did and uh i hope that Our listeners will too the manual is linked from the catalog page uh really easily so go toss your uh cursor toward that and uh be educated if you have not done so already it feels like the kind of game you can just pick up and play and it is but there's a little more depth likely than you realized um yeah so hopefully
0: that's helpful for someone uh do you guys mind if i mention a couple comments from the discord
2: make it happen go for it
0: yeah we had we had one review from uh, dino here his tldr review when i asked he said yo 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 yo-zo is an absolute blast standout feature for me is the physics the yo-yo's behavior feels incredibly lifelike learning to instinctively control its movement is highly rewarding and thoroughly test your twitch reactions as the ball grows inside it feels heavier and you need to alter your actions to treat the rope with more care the way the physics evolve over the course of the run pulls you in makes the game more feel more immersive Uh, it really is a wonderful technical delivery of a simple idea and uh Man is the dev in the uh, discord thread i'll put the thread in the show notes because he really made a lot of comments in here and i think it would be a little boring if i just sat here and read them all but there's a lot of good information here and really the one thing i i wanted to mention is if you look at the catalog art for the game it looks like mm-hmm. a a clay type um early like nintendo power kind of thing <laughs> um but all of his catalog games have the same art style this like hand molded mm. mold um, And molded clay look and he said that there's an artist that makes these using wonder i think like it's a digital art modeling 3d modeling yeah thank you nick wow but and i think even with uh the four track golf game you can really see because the objects are very close to the uh screen this one's a little further away but there's fingerprints in there that he has he individually molds and in the case of Yo-Yozo, every single star in the background, and there's a couple hundred maybe, was individually uh, rendered by hand. So it's just so cool. Like, I love this, the little details that he uh, added here. Because obviously the Playdate, you'll never see this image on. But just for the catalog, it does look so neat.
2: I love it when creators will get thorough <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> with whatever their project is and Matt Sefton is obviously doing that in spades so kudos Matt Sefton uh sorry it, it wasn't my particular game but boy howdy I can see why it is a lot of people's particular game
0: yeah I'll try to find a link to the to the artist by the way um Nick did you have any final thoughts uh
1: yeah fun game give it a shot.
0: Very good. (laughs) all right well let's uh wrap it up sound good okay
2: that was a big one good job today guys we made it
0: we did thank you so much for joining us uh we have this is once a year ryan you do a video game podcast you're gonna do a top 10 episode every year that's like that's the most listened to episode of a video game podcast that's what people want to hear is oh what are the games i missed this year
2: doesn't mean i'm not going to complain about
0: it yeah that's fine i guess
2: like i said i i sincerely i was happy that we did this in the end because it just it reminded me of all these killer games made me want to go back and play them again and just felt so thankful for this embarrassment of riches we have on this little platform i mean what an incredible community what an incredible hundreds of games we've got mm-hmm. on this now it's so cool
0: and I, I know we hit 500 last year or in 2023 and we're at over a 700 now
2: Jiminy christmas wow.
0: <laughs> yeah it's, it's a lot so what a great community yeah um mm-hmm. thank you all so much for listening and for joining us uh on the podcast really means a lot to us and we will see you in a couple of weeks i think nick needs to announce the game we're doing though right oh,
1: yeah that's what i was about to about to say hey the <laughs> okay. next Pick of the week is direct drive. That's uh-huh. a catalog game. $15.
0: By DAC so, vector. Yep. Cool. Looking
2: Back. forward to getting into this one. I haven't played it yet. Yeah, I haven't either. So. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know it was an informed choice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've been, I've, it's been high on my list since it came out. So, um, Thanks to the podcast. We all get to experience it. Awesome. Very good. Well, thank you, Nick. Thank you, Don. Thank you
2: listeners for listening this far. This was a doozy. Uh, looking forward to seeing you again in another couple of weeks. Don, where can they find us in the meantime?
0: Yeah. You can visit us, uh, playdatepodcast.com. We are also at uh, hello playdate on Instagram or I think, yeah, I put us on threads. We're hello playdate on threads, I believe. Ah. So I might start using that. I don't know. But anyway, uh, and the discord link will be in the show notes, all of our information's in the show notes. So you can reach us wherever. All right. Thanks guys.
2: You're welcome.